Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. Is that thing? Not quite Whoa. a wreck that just happened there on the street, but we we got through that one with that big honk uh, right there. So A to Z Sports. Don't forget to uh, follow us on all social medias, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Periscope. We are Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network, and we go live every weekday morning at eight Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they do it all for our company and they help you guys out. Uh, Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the Nashville area at RentersWarehouse.com. Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, where one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Wilson County Hyundai, where we are right here in Lebanon at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Calvin and Subtle is where to go for your new hardwood floors and finishings. CalvinAndSubtle.com and the Bone and Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Before we dive into uh, what we're doing today with the AFC free agency halls, a couple things to take care of. Ty says, yo, I'm legit hopping in my brand new Wilson County Hyundai Elantra right now for work. This baby is a beaut. Y'all changed my life with Mandu too. <laughs> Badass upgrades. Uh, Ty Waller, should Ty get the love of the show to start the show? Ty, you're getting the love of the show right here live from Wilson County Hyundai. My man. The love of the show officially goes to Ty. I'm going to do that right here on Facebook. Way to go, Ty. Outstanding. Yes. More people need to be like Ty. Yes. Be like Ty today. Ty on a Tuesday. That's right. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, we did announce our, our news yesterday on 104.5 The Zone with our buck rising. The A to Z Sports has entered a strategic partnership with 104.5 The Zone and Cumulus Nashville. If you read that at our website, you can read more information at itisesportsnashville.com about what this means. But only good things for you, the fans of the Titans, the Vols, the Preds, any Nashville sports fans. This is going to be something that we're very excited about and what it'll be for this area of Middle Tennessee for their sports coverage with us joining forces with the zone, with a lot of different content collaboration and marketing. Yeah, and one of the best parts, they are the flagship station of the Tennessee Titans and the Tennessee Volunteers. So if you're a fan of one or both of those teams, that opens a door. We don't know what's going to go when we go through that door, but it definitely opens up a door. But as Austin said, that is for you guys, the fan. You're going to be hearing a lot more from Austin and myself. But more importantly, you're going to be hearing a lot more from the A to Z sports brand, whether it's writers, whether it's the people that we have, working as we grow so uh shout out to to all the people involved that was a great thing that we did yesterday and it's only going to benefit the national sports fan yep no doubt about it all right zach so the tennessee titans were very very active in free agency they spent a lot more money than we thought they were going to spend now 82 and a half a lot more money 82 and a half million dollars all went to bud dupree over five years so I don't think many of us thought that they would spend that type of money on one player. Uh, but the Titans... Uh, I definitely did. So $82 million? Dollars? That, well, that was going to be the clip. You, you yeah, were trying, to pay, uh, a, you're exactly, trying to pay exactly. a pass uh, rusher. Exactly. No, no, no. I'm, no I'll time no, out. No, no, no. You're, you're misunderstanding the point of what I'm saying. And here we are already getting into it. My point is the total value of the contract being north of $80 million, I don't think we expected. I don't think we expected the Titans to sign their biggest free agent to a five-year deal. We thought this was going to be 
more like the three or four year deal that would be around the 50 to 60 range, not the 82 and a half million dollars. Well, that's still, my point. It's still the value of the annual contract. If you wanted to give a guy like $10 million and nobody's going to come to Tennessee and be a good premier pass rusher for 10 million bucks a season. It's just not going to happen. You're going to have to pay to play. John Robinson did that with Bud Dupree. I love the fact that he ponied up the cash because that's what it takes. And they got Bud Dupree. We'll see how he works out. Yes, but along with Bud Dupree, names like Danico Autry from the Colts, Janoris Jack Rabbit Jenkins from the Saints, Josh Reynolds and Kevin Johnson, the value-free agents that you get with those two, Josh Reynolds and Kevin Johnson, and something we cannot forget, the way Jayon Brown re-signed with the Tennessee Titans for just five-point-whatever-million dollars on the cap for one year for Jayon Brown, an absolute steal and they spend a lot of money, which means they're going to rank pretty high when it comes to teams in the AFC and how they did this free agency. Where do you think the Titans are stacking up? Well, look, I think the Titans did a very good job of flipping the script because that's what they had to do. They had to improve their defense. Their defense was atrocious all season long. You could say they played a little bit better in the wild card game against Baltimore, but still they couldn't stop Lamar Jackson on second down, which ended the football game. So, too bad, so sad. Your defense didn't hold up. John Robinson and Mike Vrabel basically told us that it's not the coaches, it's the players. So they went out and got new players. They, they say what you mean and mean what you say. That's exactly what happened with John Robinson. They flipped this roster. They let go of Corey Davis because he wasn't worth $12.5 million a year. The Jets will find that out pretty soon. And John o. Smith, they elected to not franchise tag him. That was their prerogative, their their priority on their big board. And so they let their tight end walk that I think gave you a lot of value. But as you mentioned, Josh Reynolds for basically pennies, pennies, nickels and pennies. I was going to go tiddlywinks. I don't even know if that's even worth, I mean, to get that type of receiver. Now we'll see what he can actually do though. Like if Josh Reynolds has 400 yards, 500 yards and a couple touchdowns, he's worth $1.75 million on one year deal. Unless they don't have anybody else catching the football besides A.J. Brown. Yes, but if they don't have anybody else catching the football besides A.J. Brown, Josh Reynolds is going to have a lot more than that. Unless an injury happens, which we, we have. Oh, so, right? Again, that, that's what I'm saying the, the, is now the value of Josh Reynolds to this team changes in my mind. Overall, though, the Titans were very active. And in the AFC, you only saw a couple of teams that were very active. There's a difference between just being active and moving some pieces around to get better. The Chiefs can't really do a lot, right? They have all of their guys that play good football. They in the did. AFC. The Chiefs were able to upgrade the offensive line after they cut both tackles who were hurt. They got, uh, uh, who was it, one of the Long brothers to come out of retirement to play tackle for the Chiefs. To Kyle go or Chris? I think it was Kyle. Chris plays defense. So I think it's Kyle Long that did that. So the Chiefs did not have a lot of wiggle room. The two teams we thought would be big spenders in free agency were not. And they're both in the division. The Colts and the Jags, for whatever reason, are just kind of sitting on some money. Now, the Colts made their big mood, move via trade for Carson Wentz. The Jags are trying to build to the draft, which I don't disagree with, and what they have with Trevor Lawrence. You got the number one pick you have. Right. So, I, I think it's interesting. that The Titans, by far, in the AFC South, best free agency hall in the division. The Texans are picking up more running backs and special teams players, and the Jags and Colts are not spending the money they have. Yeah, the Texans are in complete rebuild mode. The one thing, though, I think there is one wrinkle, and Austin, I think you and I, you're more out on Carson Wentz than I am. Yes. But 
Carson Wentz could be the X factor. If Carson Wentz finally puts it together with Frank Wright, a guy he's had success with when he was in Philly, that could be the game changer of who wins this free agency. I don't think that you can ignore that. No, you can't ignore it, and you shouldn't ignore it. And just because you don't think Carson Wentz is going to do good, it still means that the, the Indianapolis Colts got better. They they got better because they they at least can now build on something. Last year, we knew what it was. It was Phillip Rivers at the end of his career trying to steal an AFC championship game appearance. That would be his third because his other two appearances were against who? The Bron- I mean, I'm doing work here. The Broncos and uh, the Steelers. That is incorrect. <laughs> the Steelers and the Patriots. We will continue. Get, well, you always ask me that question while I'm doing something else for the show. We will continue. You, you, you caught me off guard to working ahead on the show, and you caught me that off guard. That may have been the 17th. Yes, I'm going with 17 because of Philip Rivers. The 17th time I've asked you that on this show. We will eventually get 15 it. of them were when I was caught off guard. Well, so... The, the Colts did make some move to look towards their future. They'll find out. Now, they had to play, pay a pretty and, penny and here's, because of Carson Wentz's and contract. And here's the thing about the Colts-Carson Wentz trade is if what you're saying comes true and Carson Wentz does play better and stays healthy, then if he plays 75% of the snaps for the Colts, it's a first-round draft pick that goes to the Eagles next year, not a second-rounder. So if you're the Colts, you're rooting for that to happen – because you want that trade to play off and pay off. If you're the Titans, I think you want that to happen, especially if you believe, like me, that Carson Wentz isn't that good. You'd rather him play as many snaps as he can at mediocre quarterback <laughs> and have the Colts give up a first-round draft. Right? Pick. It's not really how he does. It's just it's, if he just does. be available. Right? Yes. The best, availability, or the best ability is availability. Right. All right. So let's get to this. I think there are three teams that have had the best – AFC free agency halls. We'll find out if the Titans are involved and how they stack up. But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com. The professional landlords in the Nashville area head to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many different ways you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefit. Extra cash flow for your family by letting them do all the legwork, all the hard work. You just collect the money, or if you're currently renting right now and you want to move, you want to see what else is out there on the market, you can upsize, downsize. Renters Warehouse has all the inventory simply by going to RentersWarehouse.com. That's RentersWarehouse.com. It is these sports. I do have to correct somebody on Periscope because they do not know their NFL history or their Phillip Rivers history. But one thing is for sure, Austin, check the shirt because BetMGM is where you need to go to download that app, use the promo code ATOZ Sports. Austin, we're all, we, hey, both of us were on that app last night for the college basketball uh, tournament and also the NBA and the NHL and the NHL. Hey, it's 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 sports betting. You, you have highs what? and you have lows. And I right now, after my O for three last night, <laughs> damn it, Kyle Turris just. I feel like Kyle Turris scoring a late goal for the Oilers to help me lose my parlay. Our parlay. Uh, is karma for how we've talked about Kyle Turris when he was with the Preds. But anyway, yes, download that app, BetMGM. Also, check this out today for tonight's game. The odds for USC to score 75 or more points is boosted to plus 150. Gonzaga's going to run up and down the court. Gonzaga also doesn't play great defense at times. So USC to score 75 or more is plus 150. The Lions boost right there at BetMGM. Take advantage of that for sure. All right, so I'm curious about these three teams because – I know two of them, 
but who's the third? You know two of them. Who do you think the two are? Of who has had the best free agency? Yeah, in your opinion. I have my three teams, and I think I've had the best three. And I would like to know who you think two of them are. I think the Tennessee Titans, and I think the New England Patriots. I think two, those are two teams that have had the best free agency. I don't see how you could put no, any other team. Steven, Steven says the Patriots and the Giants, but we're talking about the AFC. So it's not the Giants. They're ineligible for this conversation. But Steven's not far from being off. The New York Jets, I think, are up there in third or in the top three of AFC. Oh, Mr. Corey Davis guy. No, I mean, but seriously. Uh, it, when, you have, whenever you're talking about who's done well in free agency, you have to take into account of where they started. And so the Jets and the Patriots both were non-playoff teams, so they had a lot more room to improve. And the Jets and Patriots have absolutely improved a lot. The Jets not only added Corey Davis – but they added Carl Lawson, Sheldon Rankins, and LaMarcus Joyner. Those, that group of four players is a massive upgrade for the New York Jets. Did they overpay? Absolutely. The New England Patriots probably overpaid more than anybody in the entire NFL during this free agency because the Patriots got Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry. That's like $90 million almost for the tight end position. They also got Kendrick Bourne, who they paid $5 million uh, for a wide receiver, and they vastly overplayed Nelson Aguilar for like a three-year deal, and they also signed Matt Judon. But, but also Matt Judon. Uh, Matt Judon is not an also. Matt Judon well, is I a was, premier was, pass rusher I was, that you just just kind of put him no, to the I, side. I, I that focused, is absolutely I, ignorant exactly, and stupid. Exactly. I focused on the offense. It was not a Matt Judon thing. That's was, a part was, of free agency, I though. understand. We're I talking, talking about best of the best. Uh, That's ridiculous. Zach, Zach, you're, you're putting way too much weight in how I formed this sentence. I, yeah. I, I formed the <laughs> sentence about the Patriots' offense and how much they upgraded. Oh, and by the way, yeah, Matt Judon was pretty damn big. Yeah, I, like I, I ate a good breakfast and I won the lot. Oh, and, and Calvin. And I, and and I won Calvin, $100 million. Thank you, Donald. Kyle Van Noy goes back to the Patriots, too. So the Patriots spent the most money, no doubt about it. But the Tennessee Titans, I think, stack up among those two other teams. So for the best three free agencies in the AFC, I think it's the Patriots, the Jets, and the Titans. So the, I was right. The Titans are by far the best team of those three on the football field. But off the field in free agency, I think the Patriots probably had the best for improving their roster because what were the Patriots missing last year offensively weapons just people to take the football out of cam newton's hands they relied way too much on cam newton to run the ball so what they do they went and stacked up uh their tight end position they added capable wide receivers uh, and then they helped out their defense and their defense will return a lot of key players who opted out last year so i think the patriots are by far number one the best free agency in the AFC. well and i think what that does this is the Bill Belichick strategy post-Tom Brady, it sounds like, is dumb down the offense. Cam Newton does well and has done well with Greg Olson, the tight end. He does well with tight ends. He doesn't do great with wide receivers. He had a good year with Steve Smith back in the day in Carolina. But, that was like three shoulder surgeries ago. Right, and that was three shoulder surgeries ago. And yeah, also, easy to say. Yeah, that, but... What I think that this does with all of that money with Janu and Hunter Henry, whoever they draft next as a young quarterback, they will reap the benefit of those two experienced tight ends. Hunter Henry is a Pro Bowl tight end. Janu Smith is a damn good tight end. I think Janu Smith has Pro Bowl ability. He has not had Pro Bowl opportunity yet. 
fair. Or opportunity to put up Pro Bowl numbers. And now I think that he may be able to because well, he's going to be a focal point in that offense with Hunter Henry. But everything's going to be tight end heavy. Everything with the Patriots like I, relies ar- around Cam Newton's ability to play quarterback. True. And I don't believe in Cam Newton. And that's understandable. But the Patriots have done a lot. But maybe it's not about Cam Newton. Maybe it's about restructuring their offense for the future of the Patriots, not necessarily a one-year deal for Cam Newton. Sure, fair. That's a good point. You talk about the money that they paid. This is not about 2021 for Bill Belichick. This is more about 2022, 23, and 24. That's where they are going to have a new quarterback. They're going to have more guys in their system. And those – players are still going to be playing on the the Patriots. That's I, a good point. They I think the the Patriots had the best haul in the AFC in my All opinion. right, let's read some comments here because I did see one that I wanted to bring up. Titans Kyle says, "Give me Josh Reynolds deal over Bourne's deal every day." Oh, I agree. I mean, it's because it's for less than half. Like Kendrick Bourne's, who I like, played for the Niners. I like Kendrick Bourne's. He's pretty good. But he and Josh Reynolds had comparable situations with their previous teams and Josh Reynolds is getting paid 1.75 for the Titans for one year while Kendrick Bourne's getting like $5 million. And so, yeah, that was a great deal by John Robinson. I talked about that yesterday on Buck Show on the Zone. So let's ask this question, though. Who had the best free agency in the AFC? You've mentioned the Jets. We've mentioned the Patriots. We have not mentioned one team that I think needs to be a focal point because of where they already were heading into free agency. Okay. And you can kind of say the same thing about the Titans. Where they already were Who's that? heading into free agency. I'm going to tell you after I talk about this place right behind us. This is Wilson County Hyundai. We are broadcasting live in Lebanon. Austin and I, quick trip down I-40, exit 236. It's where you need to get your next ride. I drive a Hyundai. I absolutely love my 2012 Hyundai Sonata. They've got brand new Hyundai Palisades, and they have them in stock. You can't find Hyundai Palisades, at least a selection, that you can find your perfect car Right here at Wilson County Hyundai, Payne Bone and his team will hook you up. Look at their inventory at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. A to Z Sports, don't forget, download the app, BetMGM. Whether it's on Apple or your Google store right there, BetMGM app. Use our code ATOZ Sports when you sign up. You get a lot. You get a risk-free bet up to $600 with your first deposit and your first bet. So use that wisely because you can turn $500 into $2,000 like Zach did. Or if you missed the bet, you just get all the money back and free bet opportunities uh, to make even more money off of that. So BetMGM, download the app. Also, Lions boost today. USC to score 75-plus tonight against Gonzaga, plus 150. That's a good bet right there. It's going to be a high-scoring game with the Zags running up and down the floor and USC having a lot of talent too. So that's right there. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older, must be present in Tennessee. For gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. A to Z Sports broadcasting live from Wilson County Hyundai. The question we are asking, who had the best free agency in the AFC? Scott says the Bills. Zachary says Houston. Rob says Buffalo is loaded. The Bills coming in from Gmail on base. The team that I wanted to pick up, and, and uh, Steven comes in with your New York Jets. Yeah. Uh, with what they've the done. The Jets have done well. They just flip suck. The and if Zach Wilson is who Zach Wilson, who the Jets think Zach Wilson's going to be, they're going to be better than Well, and they have to compete because the Patriots are good trying to be great. The Bills are great. And then the Miami Dolphins sitting right there, they're no slouch either yeah. with what they've done. Sure. So the Jets can't sit on – they can't sit on their hands because they can't afford to. They'll be left left in the wind like 
the Jets normally are in the bottom of that division. One team, though, that only one person has brought up Who's so that? far. Who is it? What do you have to say about the Baltimore Ravens? Guy Man brings up Baltimore. They got Sammy Watkins. We talked about Sammy Watkins. Why would he go to Baltimore when he had Indianapolis? Well, he decided well, on Lamar Jackson. Did, did Indianapolis offer him anything? I mean, he went to go and visit. Yeah, they definitely I, were intrigued. But, so, yes. Yeah, but again. Like, they definitely offered him, yes. I, we don't know. Do you know that for sure? Was it was it reported that they offered him a deal? It may have not have been as good as Baltimore, but they definitely offered him. Okay, so so Sammy Watkins took the most money because the, the Ravens were more desperate to add a wide receiver than the Colts. So I don't necessarily think that's a pro-Ravens thing or an anti-Colts thing. Well, it's definitely a pro-Ravens thing. Because it's more money. I'm talking like football reason. It's not a pro Ravens football reason for Sammy Watkins to it's go to a Ravens. Pro, you don't know that. It's a pro Ravens free, uh, money, free agency. Money, yes, no free because, agency. Okay. And that's what we're talking so about. So I'm I'm looking at uh, John Clayton's free agency grades on the Washington Post. He gives the Ravens a C minus. Guard Kevin Zeitler was a good value signing. He won't count against the compensatory picks. Something Baltimore emphasizes. Um, but they allowed edge rushers Matt Judon and Yannick Ngakwe to go, and they missed out on the top free agent wide receivers. So who all did Baltimore add, like, besides Sammy Watkins? I thought re-signing Derek Wolf was genius. I like I like Derek Wolf. I've, I've had my eye on him since he was disrupting things with the Broncos. I thought that was a very smart move. Uh, and and so I put value into that. They added Lamar Jack. They added Sammy Watkins. Who, look, we talked about the value of the Titans adding a player like that. So I can't just sit Danico Autry. I, I, I can't discredit it's that. Really comparable to, to Derek Wolf. I get that. It's like, but Jayon Brown's resigning was big too. I just don't think the Baltimore Ravens did enough because of what they're losing on defense, and their defense is what has propped them up because of how they're set up. A running football team that can be explosive at times. How the Baltimore Ravens win football games is by Lamar Jackson making plays early in the game, getting a lead, the defense locking it down, and running the ball into the clock. Right that's now. not how they beat the Titans. I understand that. the tight, <laughs> But I'm talk, that's one game. And what did I say about this Titans season? The Titans lost the majority of their games over the season because their defense was atrocious. Yet in the playoffs, it was flipped. It was ironic and how the Titans lost because of the offense and not because of their defense. Like, I, I just, the playoff game was an anomaly for both teams. I value where the, the Ravens were, and I think where they moved up. I look at where the Titans were, and then where they moved up. There is definitely some question marks on the Titans' uh, defensive side of the football still. Yeah, of course, cornerback is a big one. Like, right? what, is, what is Kevin Johnson to you? Not much for me. What is Jackrabbit Jenkins? More than Kevin Johnson's. And I think it's a I think it's a Will they be better than Malcolm Butler and Adore Jackson at the end of the season? Well, it's not Kevin Johnson and Janoris Jenkins. It's Kevin Johnson. I'm sorry, it's Janoris Jenkins and Christian Ford. All right, so let's put all three of them in there. Let's put Kevin Johnson, Janoris Jenkins, and also Christian Fulton versus Adore, Malcolm, and Fulton. Or yeah, borders. I, I mean, like you didn't have. That's the thing with last year for the Titans is Adore was out for 15 weeks. I think you have to value out of all of those who played the best last year as Malcolm Butler. Right. You've lost him. Right. Can the guys as a group in I Jenkins think that, and Brown 
I think the Titans secondary will be better this upcoming season than it was last year, simply because they will not have one of their best guys injured for 15 weeks as of right now. Like we, we can't like the fact that they had to play Jonathan Joseph and Breon borders so many snaps and Chris Jackson, so many snaps was a detriment to the defense. So we're, we're who had, the I don't best? think the Baltimore Ravens are in this conversation. So you added the Baltimore Ravens. I don't think they're in the conversation. I think the number one is the Patriots. Number two is the Titans. Number three is the Jets. So the Titans. I don't. I, I the, the Jets. I know they flipped the roster, but the Jets suck. But that's the point: is flipping your roster. They sucked, and then they flipped the roster. They signed better players, and they're going to have a new quarterback, and they're probably going to trade Sam Donald and get more picks out of that by having Zach Wilson be the quarterback. So the Jets have an opportunity here. Now, what's okay? So let's talk about that. What is the Jets' ceiling this year? Five or six wins. I mean, I, I don't know what Zach Wilson is going to be, but they're going to be better. They're going to be more competitive than they were last year. Like they might win five or six games, but they're not going to be complete embarrassment or a walkover every Sunday. Like they're going to be more competitive. They have a long way to go. I'm curious to see but how these again, contracts like, work out for the Jets because they spent a lot of money. They absolutely did. Carl Lawson, Sheldon Rankins, and Lamarcus Joyner are massive upgrades for the Jets' defense. Corey Davis will be a massive upgrade for their wide receiver group. Now, is Zach Wilson any good? They fell in love with him on a pro day. They love Zach Wilson. Is he going to be any good? And Aaron says the Jets will get six wins, count it, LOL. But again, like if if they improve, it's again, like, like you said for the Patriots, it's a long play. It's not next year. It's all about Zach the, Wilson in two pa- and three years. But the years Patriots are competing for the playoffs this year. The Jets, the Jets are, not. are not. They're different forms in the rebuild. That does that's we're talking about three different teams: the Titans, who are division winner, and two non-playoff teams: the Patriots in the middle of the pack and the Jets at the very, very bottom of the league. So they're in three different situations across the NFL, and we're trying to compare their free agency. Okay, so you think, and you've said this, the Jets will improve, correct? Yes. For this year. The Patriots, what will they do? They will improve. I think they will improve. They will improve enough to be a playoff team. I think they are battling for a wild card spot. Okay, fair. Where do the Titans? Are they the same? Are they better? Are they going to regress? I think the Titans are a playoff team. It, It will be a disappointment if they don't win the division. And their competition is obviously Indianapolis. Yeah. With a quarterback, I don't believe in. So and, and so that pushes you. Oh, over. and and thank you, Jeff. The Jets signed our boy Keelan Cole. Oh, that is right. I so, do like that. Up the Jets. You, th- you like the Jets a little better now? A little bit. They signed Corey Davis, so they, they, that I cannot get that out of my mind. He's not worth twelve point five. Nick million. says he'd dumb. rather have Corey Davis and Carl Lawson rather than Reynolds and Dupree. But again, what's more valuable? For the, the, ed- money? the edge rusher is more valuable than you the wide receiver. You'd rather have Corey Davis for $12.5 million. This man is crazy. Okay, so they're, they're paying Corey Davis and Carl Lawson, I believe, like $25 million combined when the Titans are playing Bud Dupree and Josh Reynolds, $17.75 million. It's a combined. huge difference. And the majority of the contract is one guy. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So that I I disagree vehemently. So where do you have the Titans? I just walked through my entire scenario. I have the Titans second in the AFC when it comes to free agency. I have the Patriots first. I think that because they have a level of trust that I don't have with the Jets, right? Because of Bill Belichick, just because of their franchise. I do think, and I have been impressed with what the Titans have done offensively. 
who are they going to draft in the draft? That That is the big thing. What wide receiver are they going to get to play alongside A.J. Brown? And what type of receiving tight end are they going to draft? Or are they not going to? I have they a have gut to, feeling. Well, I don't somebody. know. I have this gut feeling that they're going to just, like, have a throwaway tight end pick later on in the draft. And they're not going to draft from third round up, right? I think that's where you get the most impact value at tight end. So I'm curious to see what happens there with Tennessee. I I can't really argue with the the roster turnover with the Jets, but is it going to be a bad team that spent a bunch of money that doesn't work out? Or is it going to be the Titans that – you know, a few years well, ago. Are they going to be the Dolphins from last year, or are they going to be a bad team that spends a bunch of money in free agency? That's a better analogy. Thank I'm you. With, I'm, I'm, I'm in on that. Because the Dolphins drafted a quarterback in the top five, spent a bunch of money in free agency, got a new head coach, and then One battled game. for a wild card spot. Missed and they it. did it really in an unorthodox fashion by going back and forth with Fitzmagic and Tua. They didn't just commit and said Tua's our guy. Right. And I don't know if they've still done that. They, well... I, th- that's the weirdest situation. And it kind of leads us into what we're going to talk it, about. It does. It does. So there is, we talked about the trades yesterday, but there is one team in the NFL draft that really holds all the power at the top of the NFL draft. But real quick, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute. Guys, reminder, today, 3.30 Central Time. If you're a Titans fan, you will want to watch this. Our Doc Talk segment presented by the Bone and Joint Institute today at 3.30 we're going to be talking to the lead physical therapist at the Bone and Joint Institute about the ACL recovery and the rehab for Bud Dupree. We're also going to touch on a Dory Jackson's patella injury and try to find out what the lingering effects could be that the Giants paid $30 million, $39 million for. So we're going to talk to Dr. Dave Kimford from the Bone and Joint Institute at 3.30 today. Boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. AZ Sports, BetMGM, download the app today. It is a fun time. You can win some cash. As I said, I took a trip to the Florida Keys because of BetMGM. Think about that. Thank you very much, BetMGM. Thank you, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Super Bowl-winning Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You can benefit off BetMGM by using the promo code ATOZ Sports. a great title sponsor here on the show. And a lot of fun. We also have A to Z Sports picks every Tuesday and every Friday with Alan Bell and Brian Edwards, yep. who's a Vegas insider. They've been doing a great job. They kind of teach you how to bet, what to bet. They're they're really good uh, at what they do on Tuesdays and Fridays at two o'clock. All right, so uh, we're at we're going to talk about the one team that holds the most power at the top of the NFL draft. And I see Aaron's Aaron Thomas says. I honestly think whoever gets Trevor Lawrence, he will be the franchise quarterback. Well, the Jags are going to draft Trevor Lawrence number one overall. Correct. But that's not who holds the power for the draft. That's not what this conversation is about. This is about the draft after that. Because every draft analyst always talks about where does the draft actually start? Because when you know Lawrence is going one of the Jags, the draft doesn't start there. It starts at two. Oh, but Zach Wilson's going to go to the Jets. So now it starts at three, who is now the 49ers. They will draft the quarterback. And then the draft truly starts at number four with the Atlanta Falcons. But do the Falcons have the most power in this? I actually don't think so. Because we know there are four quarterbacks and then arguably a fifth that are viewed very highly in this draft. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, 
Trey Lance, Mac Jones. Those are the five, right? Those five guaranteed first-round draft picks. Here's the hard part with those five. We all believe in Trevor Lawrence. Yes. Everybody in their and grandmother believes in Trevor Lawrence is going to be a good quarterback. He's proven that already. No doubt. Do you believe, this is what I believe, I believe that there's a massive cluster on the other four. Sure. Where I have question marks on all other four guys. I couldn't tell you if Zach Wilson's going to be better than Mac Jones I, or Mac Jones is going to be better than Justin Fields. I am very intrigued by Zach Wilson. Again, I made some money last summer or last fall betting on BYU Cougars People to cover sports. were intrigued by Blaine Gabbert. No doubt. No doubt. They but, were intrigued by Christian Ponder. Well, I don't know about that. They, they, you know, people were the first round pick. Well, I was not intrigued. People were intrigued with EJ Manuel. The Minnesota Vikings were intrigued with Christian Ponder, and the Buffalo Bills were intrigued. They with were EJ people Manuel. were intrigued with okay. Johnny Manziel. So, so regardless, number three is the Niners. They'll pick a quarterback. I don't think the Dolphins. I'm sorry. I don't think the the Falcons are going to draft a quarterback at number four. The Bengals at number five are not going to draft a quarterback. They just got Joey Burrow. So the team that holds the most power is the team that traded out of three to 12 and then traded from 12 back up to six to make sure that they can be a, a big pivotal point in the draft. The Miami Dolphins at sixth overall, they hold the power because there's an opportunity for the Miami Dolphins to move around like they did to get their best player on the board still available at six or for QB four to still be available for a bidding war of trading up. Whether it's the Panthers at eight, the Broncos behind them, or the, even the Patriots at 15, somebody, somebody will be duped into trading up with the Dolphins again at six to get the fourth quarterback off the board. The Dolphins, and, the Dol- the- and you're saying the Dolphins will not be interested in a quarterback. No, and they don't. They're not interested in a quarterback, so they can either sit there at six and pick the guy that they could have gotten at three, but they added more picks to get the guy at first six, round. right? First round. Right. They added more picks to get that dude at six instead of three, but they also have the ability to to rob whoever's desperate enough to come up and get the fourth quarterback off the board. Whether, again, the Panthers get screwed by this trade because they're at eight. The Broncos, I don't know how they feel about Drew Locke. And the Patriots are at 15. They might want to jump up. And so the Dolphins can use that to their benefit, either get the guy they want at six or move back to one of those three spots and get even more picks. And they're still going to get a damn good player to fill a need at either of those spots. The Dolphins are going to work this draft so beautifully and come away with a haul, a massive haul. Chris Greer. What's you, know, up? you know who Chris Greer is? He is the uh, GM of the Broncos now. Chris Greer is... No, he's the GM of the Dolphins. Is the GM of the Miami Dolphins with Brian Flores. And I feel... And I look, I've been, I was high on the Dolphins last year. I liked what they were doing with Tua and not just throwing him to the wolves. I don't know how Tua is going to be. This second year is going to be massive for Tua. Can he take the next step and realize that his wide receivers are never, ever going to get Alabama open? They're just not going to. So can he take that next step? But they have, this is the best part about the Miami Dolphins, they have so much draft collateral that it doesn't matter if Tua works out. Right. They, can, they have so many first-round picks in the future so, to go get another quarterback and retry. Here's what I think is going to happen. 
The Dolphins will be on the clock at sixth, and you will have like what's going to happen with the Atlanta Falcons though? You kind of you, you touched I glossed on it, over it, but but let's not gloss. Okay, let's come back. The Atlanta Falcons. Why do they not hold the power? Because they have Matt Ryan. Because they can still get the number one player on their board. Because it's too expensive. Don't they have the most power, though? If they can pick between drafting a quarterback and Arthur Smith starting over with a new guy because he likes a guy at that spot at four, or get the best player available and rob your your precious Miami Dolphins from getting that player. I I think it's because... That didn't make any sense. It, I actually think the, Fal- the Falcons, the Falcons, hold the Falcons most power. definitely have a lot of power. They have the most power. I don't know. Uh, because I think that they're going to be happy with drafting Pinay Sewell or tackle out of Oregon to help out this offense or Kyle Pitts right there at four and not and if because if they <laughs> if they get Kyle Pitts baby that is because, dangerous. Because what are the, the they're Fal- not going to draft Kyle Pitts? That would be that would not that wouldn't be very smart because the, the Dolphins. I love Kyle Pitts. That's not very smart. The Dolphins want a pass catcher, and if they trade back with either the Panthers at eight or the Broncos at nine, they're going to get one of the four top pass catchers. It's one of them's going to fall in their lap, and they're going to get more picks for trading back two spots. They're going to have their selection of those guys. So you're saying it's more about what the Dolphins have already done yes, than where yes, they are now. Because they've maneuvered themselves around to be involved. They are not, by trading out of number three, they told everybody, we, the Miami Dolphins, are not drafting a quarterback in this draft. So they, but then they moved themselves back up to six to get right in the middle of it to say, you have to deal with us in a trade again. I still don't think you answered the question correctly in the one team that holds the most power at the top of the NFL draft. My final answer is not the Miami Dolphins. I the Miami Dolphins have done the best job so far right. in the NFL the draft. Answer, the but who is, holds the most power are the Atlanta Falcons and Arthur Smith. I don't think so because I think most of the NFL knows they're not drafting a quarterback. So they, so no, the, nobody knows that. I think that's no, it's a wild card. You got a brand new head coach. He may want to start over. He may fall in love with that fourth quarterback to be taken. And let's say Mac Jones is passed up on and maybe Justin Fields falls in his lap. Like there, that the is reason not true. Most people, if you look at the, People or analysts and people who talk to others in the NFL. The Falcons have shut their mouths. You have no idea what the Falcons are thinking. Uh, I don't. Nobody does. Again, the the consensus is, and it, it is an assumption. You're not wrong on that. The assumption is the Falcons are not in the quarterback market. They hold the most power because they're having everybody assume. And when you assume, you sometimes make an ass out of yourself. My final answer okay. is the Atlanta Falcons. I think it's the Dolphins because you, because. That's what they've done, but it's not the power. They wield the power. Arthur Smith wields the power. It's they they have they can draft a better player than the Dolphins. They can steal the Dolphins guy. The Dolphins don't have a particular guy. The Dolphins That's are happy the point. With, the Dolphins are happy <laughs> happy with whoever they get in, in those spots. The Dolphins are just trying to get a lot of guys by trading back multiple times and holding all, all the pins. Uh, I, look, you draft a quarterback, you sit him behind Matt Ryan under rookie contract, you get out of Matt Ryan's That's, contract for a desperate you, team exactly. you, next year. How are you going to get out of that contract? Matt Ryan's contract is astronomical. It uh, is, look, 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 look. If somebody will trade for Jared Goff and, and Matthew Stafford's contract, somebody will trade for Matt Ryan's those contract. Those guys are so much younger than Matt Ryan. 
But Matt Ryan has experience. He's been to a Super Bowl. That is valued by a team. But he's also not been way. great. Joe Flacco summer. was traded with that atrocious contract. After $120 million. I, I don't remember the contract situation at the time and what age Joe Flacco was at that point, so I can't recall He that. was probably right around the same age that Matt Ryan was. I'd like to do this research. What are you looking at, Matt Ryan or Joe Flacco? Joe Flacco. All right, I'm looking at Matt Ryan. So Joe Flacco, Baltimore, he went to Denver. Did they trade him on the last year of his deal? What did he? How, how big was his contract? The, the problem with Matt Ryan is he's got so much money on the rest of his deal. There's a ton of money. I don't disagree with that. His, but his cap is, hit the next two years is 48 and $43 million. Just because he has a lot of money doesn't mean that I'm you sorry. can't draft a quarterback. I didn't, that was, he's got $27 million cap hit this year, then 48 and 43 over the next two years. Uh, it's it's very difficult for the t- for the Falcons to get out from under that Matt Ryan. This is contract. Thomas Dimitrioff just screwing the yes, team. Yes, again, <laughs> Matt Ryan will be with the Falcons for the next three years. So it doesn't mean they won't draft a quarterback though. It's in my opinion, it would be dumb for the Falcons to draft a quarterback this year because they're going to give you too deep into that rookie contract by the time they can move on from Matt Ryan. But I, I still think that is a card that you talk about power. They still have that card in their back pocket. The Falcons want to get everything they can out of what Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley have under a new offensive-minded head coach. So they're going to let Arthur Smith come in and do his Tannehill magic on Matt Ryan over the next three years with the weapons they have. And they're going to either draft Sewell, a tackle, or they're going to draft Kyle Pitts at four and just throw more gas on that five. Or they trade back for somebody who wants Kyle Pitts at four. I think they're that's not, nobody's like, trading up for Kyle Pitts. If somebody's trading up to four, they're trading up for that fourth quarterback. Kyle Pitts is, I view Kyle Pitts as I viewed Chase Young last year. And Chase Young, you're not trading, it was exactly, no, no, no. Who's going to trade year, we up all know, for Kyle Pitts, though? Like, it, it, that's just. He's the best wide receiver tight end in the draft. Yes, but you don't trade he, up for he, he that can be, if He can be the next George Kittle or Travis but Kelsey. You get your ass, for, you trade Zach, up What are you for? giving up to go get a tight end slash weapon? Like, he's amazing. Like, Kyle Pitts is incredible. But he's not worth, like, spending all of your other draft picks to go up and get him. Like, who's going to do that? Detroit? No. Uh, the, the Atlanta Falcons did that to go get Julio Jones. It's been done before. It'll happen again, Austin. Don't don't be naive. I just, just gave you a great example on who did that. But who in this draft is going to trade up to go get Kyle Pitts at four? Somebody who needs a weapon. The Dallas Cowboys? They got plenty of weapons. They're not going to do that. They need defense, that, right? Well, that, that. I'm, I'm looking at the, like, it's not Carolina. It's not Denver. It's not Detroit. It's not Cincinnati to move up one spot. The Dolphins are going to do it. The Dolphins are going to sit and pit. You know, who's going to trade up? The Giants? No. The Eagles, they just traded out. Like, who's going to trade up now six-plus spots to go get a tight end? Nobody. That's just not how you do the drafts. That's bad drafting. The Giants would benefit off of that. But are they going to trade up from 11 to 4? The Lions would benefit off of that. But the Lions are going to do that. But they're not going to jump up. The Bengals would flip. The, the Bengals would switch with the Falcons to go get Kyle I Pitts. I don't think so because the Bengals, let's just say. Kyle Pitts and Joe Burrow okay, and T. Higgins. Here's here's what the Bengals are going to do. The Bengals are going to draft who the Falcons don't. Like the Bengals are going to be completely happy with either Kyle Pitts or Penny Sewell, whoever doesn't go to Atlanta ahead of them. That's the Bengals are going to be like, hell yeah. We got a, a tackle to protect Joey Burrow, or hell yeah, we got Kyle Pitts to throw touchdowns to. 
Like, that's what the Bengals are in. It doesn't mean that a team will not trade up for the fourth overall pick. That's fine. That, that, that could happen. yields power. That could happen. That yields power. That yields the most power and more power than the Miami Dolphins. That is my point. I, I think it's the, the Dolphins have put themselves in a situation where they don't need a quarterback. It's not power, though. I, I think the Dolphins hold, hold a lot of weight in this draft. Let's get to this quarterback conversation uh, because I do find this very interesting. Uh, who will be a better NFL quarterback, Mac Jones or Justin Fields? Very difficult. I think about them in obviously two different ways. And then you have you have two stigmas that I think that I'm working with, right? I have the Alabama quarterback stigma, and then I have the is Justin Fields going to be Dwayne Haskins? Stigma? Well, I saw this stat. <laughs> I saw this stat. I don't think so. I don't think either of those. I think. I believe that both of them will be better than that stigma, but that scares me. I saw a stat on Twitter yesterday that no Ohio State quarterback has ever won a Super Bowl. I don't think I don't think Ohio State quarterback. When has was ever- the last time an Alabama quarterback was that Joe Namath? Yeah. So you've so, got you've got two <laughs> pro- no you're no you've got two programs who have not done a good job at producing NFL quarterbacks. Tua could be different, but again, we still have our question marks about Tua. But every Alabama quarterback. Jalen Hurts went to Oklahoma, and we have a lot of question marks about Jalen Hurts with the Eagles. But except the Eagles, except the well, <laughs> well for a year, four more years. But you've got all these quarterbacks that have won national titles at Alabama who have done diddly squat in the NFL at quarterback. You've got all these quarterbacks from Ohio State who have won national titles in college football who did nothing in the NFL. They said the same thing a lot uh, about running backs from. From Alabama, and Derrick Henry proved them wrong. Mark Ingram. I mean, Sean Alexander didn't suck. You forget about him. Yeah, but that wasn't a Nick Saban product. Okay. Oh, Nick. Okay, Nick Saban. Okay, I get you. Right. That's what we're talking about. Well, you said Alabama. You said Alabama. That's program. Alabama was a much different program when Sean Alexander was running the football. (laughs) Well, Brody Croyle was drafted by the Chiefs, and you know, never mind. But again, you said Alabama, so that's why I said Sean Alexander. But. Uh, so who's the better quarterback in the NFL? Is it Mac Jones or Justin Fields? I think a lot of Justin Fields' answers uh, flooded our, our comment section. Gregory, Dom, Louie. Uh, Ken's right. It, you know, It's all dependent on where they go. And there you go with Ken. I believe, and I think this is going to happen, I think if Mac Jones is drafted by the San Francisco 49ers, he will be a better quarterback than Whoever drafts Justin Fields. You just believe that much in Kyle Shanahan. In a in With a Mac style Jones style quarterback. Because what is Mac Jones? Mac Jones is a point guard quarterback who throws the ball to open talented wide receivers and is accurate. And that one thing of the reason why they lost the Super Bowl is Jimmy Garoppolo could not hit an open wide receiver streaking down the field. But that's how Jimmy Garoppolo was really, really good. Early on with that one play will define your career for sure, and could define Jimmy Garoppolo's career. Unfortunately, Justin was that Emmanuel Sanders that was going down the field? I don't remember. I now have to find that. I had some jello shots at that point. I'm not really sure, Uh, but I think Justin Fields. I like. I think I like Justin Fields better. Really? Yeah. 
I, I think the 49ers trading up to three. It was Emmanuel Sanders. The 49ers trading up to three to get Mac Jones seems like a stupid move and an unnecessary move. Well, in my opinion. <laughs> I just went to this random uh, website, which is obviously 49ers based, fourth and nine. And it's just a film room diagnosing of that single throw. <laughs> yeah. It's a career, it's a career changing throw that. I just think they will draft they will draft a quarterback. Kyle Shanahan came out and said that, hey, you don't have to be as secretive. Yeah, while they were going to Alabama Pro Day, not Ohio State Pro Day. Yeah. Because so, you're drafting three. Big Ten Jeff says the Niners are taking fields. Bro, like they just went to the Alabama Pro Day instead of Ohio State's. Like So where do you think fields will land? <sighs> so I, I I'll take Mac Jones with the 49ers. Who are you taking fields with? Um, where's a good fit? I think the Carolina Panthers make a lot of sense. I would agree with that. And they've got talent. They've got some weapons over there. And I think with what they do offensively, I think it makes a lot of sense. I think the Carolina Panthers and Justin Fields would be a really good match. Will they be able to attain him? Yes. They're the next needy quarterback team in the draft. So they'll have to trade with, I don't know, the, the Falcons. <laughs> you know where I was going there. Well, yeah, you knew where they're, I was. Not, they're not going to trade with the, the Dolphins. They're going to trade with the Falcons. You absolutely don't want because they hold the most power. If you're Justin Fields, you do not want to go to the Denver Broncos. I think the best fit for him is the Carolina Panthers. I would actually agree with you. Uh, so where do the the Broncos go? Trey Lance. Five quarterbacks in the top nine. How do you feel about it? Crazy. Ah. Look, I didn't believe that five quarterbacks would go in the first round a couple of years. Was that five or six? Uh, was Lamar Jackson? Five. Five. <clears throat> and that was crazy. Yes. I, and again, I, I go Trevor Lawrence and a bunch of muck. I don't believe, like, there's not one that shines that says, wow, this guy's going to be unbelievable. Yeah, but there was, there was the consensus two years, three years ago was Baker Mayfield was the number one guy. And then there was a bunch of muck. And Josh Allen rises out of the muck, and guess what the Bills have, right? So which one of these guys, if which one of these guys is gonna be Josh Allen? Because somebody can rise out of this, but there's but there's probably gonna be a Sam Darnold and a Josh Rosen in the mix too. Uh, Sam Darnold is just a product of the crap ass. I agree, Jets. but I gonna, hate that. For I agree, Sam but Darnold. there's gonna be somebody who's gonna be a product of their crap ass environment. Right, but correct. I just I think we talked about this actually uh, in a pre-show prep. Sam Darnold makes the most sense for the Chicago Bears. If they can pull that off, the Bears completely, they no longer have QB1 Andy Dalton. That makes the most sense for them. Will they do that? I don't know. I love, uh, I, this is, now we're getting into draft season. This I is, love draft season. This is, it's not even April yet. I love free agency season, but I, uh, draft season right now with all these quarterbacks make th- makes this so intriguing. Yeah. And, you know, I, if you're the Tennessee Titans, you just you want all of the offensive linemen and quarterbacks to go off the board before you at 22. It's just pushing the better players that you need and wants back a little further. That's exactly need, how you need to view that. You're you're c- completely correct. Five quarterbacks off the board prior than 22, and then you're gonna get you're gonna draft a defensive pass rusher at 22 or Terrence I've Marshall got, Jr. I've got notes in here about the players I think there are gonna be locks. And who I think is going to be on the board for the Titans? You just give me a second. Whoa, 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 whoa! Let me save it. Stop looking. We need to save that bad boy. Let's do that later this week. It's only Tuesday. Okay. 
It's only Tuesday live here from Wilson County Hyundai. Tuesday, you can come down and buy a new car. I, you know, it's a good, it's a good day to buy a brand new car today. That's right. I think today is the day that you need to go buy a brand new car right here in Wilson County. I think that would make the most sense for all of our viewers. One person needs to do that. At least one associated with A to Z Sports that watches the show, views the show. I think that would be ideal. Let's I'm trying, say, to, I'm let, trying to. I can't even find. Looking, it. They're in here somewhere. Stop looking. Let's save your notes for later this uh, week. I've got notes. I've got notes for locks that go ahead of the Titans, and who I think the Titans have the picking pool to choose and, and from. Bobby says I need to know those locks. Well, that's probably Thursday show. We just created Thursday show on Tuesday morning, which is great. So, uh, I'll, I'll I'll find those notes because I couldn't find them immediately. All right, but you know what it is time for, Zach? I have a feeling. Tuesday trivia here on A to Z Sports. So get your trivia knowledge ready. There's one rule, no Googling. We're all on the same team here at Wilson County Hyundai. Uh, we're going to do, ask, do 10 questions, sports trivia questions. We're going to see if we get 8-2 and two record. We've gone 15-5 over the last two weeks. Need an 8-2 today, and Zach needs you to talk about Calvin and Sutton. I can absolutely do that. CalvinandSuttle.com, that is where you need to go to get your hardwood floors. If you have hardwood floors to need, if you want to rip up that old carpet in your house, upgrade the home, Calvin and Suttle is where to go. You can go online. You can look at their different hardwood floors. We feature them right here on the show. They're trusted here in Middle Tennessee, and they will make sure that your home is renovated in the right way with hardwood floors anywhere you live whether it's out they'll come out here right out to lebanon they'll come out to wilson county they'll go to davidson county they'll go to williamson county they'll go to clarksville they'll do it all that's that is uh calvin and right there for your hardwood flooring needs yes tonight bet mgm it's a great time to download the app today use our promo code atoz sports and you get a risk-free bet up to six hundred dollars with your first deposit and your first bet that's that's all time. But tonight, take advantage of this. There's a boost, odds boost on there for the Gonzaga-USC game tonight. And the odds boost is USC, 75 or more points for plus 150. That's boosted just for you guys today only, obviously. I think that's going to hit because Gonzaga runs up and down the floor. Gonzaga doesn't play the toughest defense. USC's got a lot of talent. USC's going to have to try to keep pace. So I think that's a good bet at plus 150, plus money for USC to score 75 or more, the Lions boost at BetMGM. Sign up today, BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older, must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. Let's get to trivia today. We do have some difficult questions as I've kind of scrolled through them. We will start with something. I don't think we've had this question before. All right. 2011-2012 Spurs rookie Kawhi Leonard. He was selected with which overall pick? I cannot remember. My gut says 15. Was it that? Do you know where he went to school? San Diego State. Right. So he's I a, do know we that. Do know, right. But I, I watched Kawhi last night. Clippers Bucks. I won some money with BetMGM. Thank I, you very much. I actually won 78 bucks. Yeah, we lost some other money though. That's we lost some other money, but we, you know, you got to get back on that late night West Coast NBA train. Yeah, I was passing on the couch by that happened on NBA TV. So um, he was not a lottery pick, I don't think. So I think it's a late teens. They definitely got value, and because the Spurs were never bad, like that's the most, you know, crazy part. 
Uh, we need some help from the chat. Jordan says 15. 2011-2012, Spurs rookie Kawhi Leonard was selected with which overall pick? Let's think about what year that was like. Was that after? 2000, well, uh, LeBron was in it. That was actually after LeBron's first championship versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. Gonna... I actually was in attendance game three of the Miami Heat, which they won. We're getting a lot of 15. Well, that's what you said. I know, but a lot of people are backing me up. Dustin says 15. Uh, hold on. Dustin says 15. I remember Clay Thompson was 11. Ronnie's going with 14. It's, it wasn't a lottery pick. and The lottery ends at 14, right? I, I think it's 15. I, I, I don't know why, but I, I just. Well, then let's. let's P, Ronnie off, says Parker. 15. All right. 15, final A to Z. Let's just do it. The correct answer Kawhi Leonard was drafted 15 overall in the 2011-2012 draft. I am a big draft nerd, no matter what sport. Want to know? Well, let's see if you can get this question. Okay. This is not a draft question, but it is a typical question. Okay. Where is the owner of the Chelsea Football Club from? All right. Who's got our soccer stuff? Where is he from? Where is the owner of the Chelsea Football Club from? Highland Titan says Russia. You would think Louis that- just says Oakland. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've hell- got a lot of Russia answers. It feels like Russia is probably the actual answer. On well, this. I, look, Chelsea is a very popular football club. You'd think we'd have somebody that knew. This. Yeah. All right. Let's. I think. I think we go finally to Z with Russia. The correct answer answer is Russia. All right, two and up. Oh. Next question: Who was hired as the coach of the Chicago Bulls beginning in two thousand and four? Now this is tough because they changed over a ton of yeah. teams, a ton of coaches for the Bulls. But this is one thing that I do feel the chat is going to get. There's got to be Bulls fans that yeah, have I'm thinking Bulls like Tom Thibodeau after the, 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 the Jordan. Was it it? Was it Tom, Tom Thibodeau? Thibodeau? Tim Floyd from Mark Hankins? It's either Tim Floyd or Tom Thibodeau. How long was Thibodeau there? He was there for a bit, right? Yeah, eight years. Because then he went to the T-Wolves. Because he did, like, the Stan Van Gundy. He did both for the T-Wolves, and it didn't really work out. Scott Skiles coming in from Rob. Scott Skiles did coach the Bulls. And Elias says Scott Scales was around that time. So, MD Phillips says Thibodeau was uh, 2010. Dom says Cartwright, I believe. Bill Cartwright? We're getting a lot of Scott Skiles. We have some Chicago Bulls fans that watch the show. So I that's, think, what I, that's what I said. I think Scott Skiles is probably the best thing here. I, I think we have to go... I think we have to go Scott Skiles. All right. We Scott want... Skiles finally does he to get the 3-0? The correct answer is Scott Skiles. Good job, boys. That was good. That was very good. All right, hockey. Which New York Ranger... Drew a 10-game suspension from the NHL for attacking an official in 2014. Was this this not Todd Bertuzzi? He got suspended. I thought he played for the for attacking. I feel like I should know this. I'll repeat it. Which New York Ranger drew a 10-game suspension from the NHL for attacking an official in 2014? I mean, attacking an official should have stuck in my mind. Right. 
in 2014, that was when we started our sports talk career for like was early on. So we should know about this. Like, I feel like we should know this. Uh, that my first gut in my mind was Todd Bertuzzi. Jordan says Kincaid. We got to have some hockey nuts in here. Uh, we were texting with Alex earlier about our uh, potential hockey, you hummer, you hummer. hockey parlay. Yeah, we have a no clue. Not a big hockey fan. Daniel Carcillo. I watched that game from Dustin. Wow. That's some bold. I mean, Dustin says he watched the game. I mean, so I think it's better he's than got that. first, last name. I mean, I, I think I, we have to go with Daniel Carcillo. Uh, you want to lock Final it in? Final A to Z, lock it in, Daniel Carcillo. The correct answer is Daniel Carcillo. My God, Dustin. He saved us. I mean, insane. There's no way we were going to get that without a guy who had watched that actual game. It's like, oh, my gosh, All right. I just attacked the official. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Gilmore. Okay. We're 4 0. We're 4 0. What's the next question? Another hockey question. Phil Kessel led which NHL team in scoring during the 2011 and 2012 season? It was pre-Penguins. This the Boston Bruins? That sounds correct. I think Boston Bruins is right. Phil Kessel led which NHL team in scoring during the 2011 and 2012 season? I... I, I I think Boston's right. Boston has to be right. That was my, I, that's my gut. I'll take credit if it is Boston. Yeah, let's go Boston Bruins final A to Z to get to 5 and 0. That is incorrect. No! It was an East team though, right? The Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, he did play with the Leafs. All right, we're 4 and 1. We got one more missed opportunity. We got one more opportunity to get back to this. We're trying to get to eight and two, four and one right now. Real quick, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness. We're one 15 minute workout equals five plus hours in the weight room with full body electronic muscle stimulation. Mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free. Go take the advantage of that. If you have any type of goal for your fitness this year in 2021, make Mandu a part of it to help you achieve that goal. Ty, earlier in the show, Talked about how Mandu and Wilson County Hyundai has changed his life. Ty, I've been seeing him do some Mandu workouts over the last several months. Uh, he's definitely transforming his body as well. Mandu.com, your first workout, absolutely free. Shout out to Ty, who also got the love of the show. We yes. also love you guys to download the MGM app and or the Bet MGM app and also use that promo code ATOZ Sports. All right, we move along. I'm with Dom. What's up with like the name drops? Where's well, the general general question? There's another one. Mariona Rivera. Is the last active major leaguer to wear a jersey number belonging to whom? Oh, Jackie Robinson, forty-two. Final A to Z, lock that baby in. Jackie Robinson is correct. That might have been the easiest question we ever had. No, there was something that was easier that I had no idea that you guys thought I was stupid for not knowing, and I cannot remember what it was. Did you remember that? Oh yeah, you're like this is gonna be tough, and everyone's like, no, we know that. Yeah, but I don't, I don't remember what it was. Pete Rose's nickname. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's what it was. Who was nicknamed Charlie Hustle? You're like, who was it? No and idea. we're like, Pete Rose, dude, come on. That's right. All right, so we're five and one. Oh, this is a really hard one. What country won the first men's Olympic gold medal in volleyball? What's indoor outdoor? What, this volleyball uh, stuff's throwing us off. What country won the first men's Olympic gold medal? In volleyball. 
So you, you you get an easy one, you get a hard one. I feel like it's going to be like a European country with tall people. Like Austria or something, or Belgium. Australia would be good. <sighs> I mean, we're not going to get this. Volleyball. Australia makes sense. New Zealand? Yeah. New Zealand sounds right. For the Olympics? Like, I know New Zealand. I would say Australia before New Zealand. Are you guys just throwing stuff, like, just naming countries? I mean, like, are we? do we have any, like... We have so many different uh, yes. Germany, Lithuania, Soviet Union, Australia, Spain, Germany, Croatia. Literally all different. Is there any logic behind these guesses? Or we, are you just naming I, countries? I think we go with Australia. All right, that's fine. I'll show you final eight is evil. See what happens. We're going to learn something if we get it wrong. The correct answer is the USSR. Oh, whoever said the Soviet Union was right. Good job, Jose. Jose, we should have listened to you, man. So what are we now? We are now five and two. We have three more questions. We need to get all three of these right. Oh, Alex, thanks for showing up. We, we needed you for Phil Kessel answers. Yeah. You're, you're late. <laughs> you're late. The, he, guess guess you what? You cost us a point, Guess Alex. what? He didn't lead the league in scoring for the Boston Bruins in 2011. It was the Maple Leafs who cost us three our parlay last night just to make it even better. How many sides does the home plate have in baseball? Five. What would that be called? The Pentagon. The Pentagon. Five, it's a Pentagon. I, I drew it for those who uh, did not notice. Five. Okay, done. Final A to Z. And Bobby says, five, it looks like a house. <laughs> Home plate. The yeah. correct answer is five. Five. Okay. <laughs> six and two. We got two more. We needed that. No, wait. Yes, yeah, six and two. What passing yardage milestone did Eli Manning reach in the 2007 season? What passing yardage milestone did Eli Manning reach in the 2007 football season? Let me see, either 4,000 or 5,000. I feel like it wouldn't give us this. Oh, it could be for a career. 2007? What passing yardage milestone did Eli Manning reach in 2007? It's not like season it could be for his career i would say 10, what passing yardage I would say 10, did eli manning reach in the 2007 <laughs> alex says most yards sacked uh no i think 10,000 probably makes the best sense because he was drafted in 04 did not start for the early part of his rookie year kurt, kurt warner. warner and then by that time he gets you know three and a half years of starting to get the 10,000 yards is that what the chat is suggesting the chat is saying 10,000 what do we want to do? 10,000, final A to Z. The correct answer, 10,000 yards. All right. We are now 7-2. and two. Our last question. We need it. 
to get to eight and two today. That was our goal. And it comes from the world of tennis. Of hockey. Oh, okay. All right. Alex is here, so this helps. But it's very obscure. All right. Which NHL player played guitar in a Swedish rock band called Box Play? Which NHL player played guitar in a Swedish rock band called Box Play? I'm going to go ahead and say I don't know. Oh, I have no clue. I mean, do you know? The Preds used to have a bunch of Swedes. Yeah, but I don't know if they played in a Swedish rock band called Box Donald Play. says Lundqvist. Waiting for our Preds writer, Alex Doherty. To give his answer and his lack. If we miss this, we're to seventy-five percent. If we miss this, we're seven and three, which means we're less than seventy-five percent overall. This is a <laughs> a doozy, Martin Erat. I don't Ethan. think Martin Erat is Swedish, and Alex has no idea. Is Lundqvist Swedish? I think he is because Hendrik. He, that's I think that's right because Hendrik Lundqvist was on the commercial with the Muppet, the Swedish Chef. At one point, yeah, yeah, he. I mean, he was the face of the Rangers when they were good. I think it's gotta be. I think that's a good Lundquist. guess. I think Lundqvist is our smartest. Lundqvist. Let's just go with Lundqvist. Final way to Z. Hell, Henrik Lundqvist. Yes, we did it. Huge backdoor. Wow, what a backdoor answer wow. to get us to eight and two. That will help our percentage. I'm working on the math now. We're gonna have, look. We're trying to get over seventy five percent on on the next hundred. Currently, would, we're above 76%. it. Seventy six percent. Seventy six. We're twenty three of thirty after three weeks. Man, that was a big. We're time. off to a good start. I like where we're trending. This is a big deal. Yeah, we're working ahead. We just can't have a bad week. We need to stack eight and two weeks on top of each other, not just go back and forth. So absolutely correct. Big way to big go, guys. Show. Way to go, guys. Big ending to the show. Great team effort. I thought we did a good job overall. I I truly think if Alex Doherty showed up on time for trivia, we would have been nine and one because he would have known <laughs> the answer for Kessel. And Danny says, "Have we ever ended up seventy five percent?" After 100, we have not. No. That's we've our been, goal. We've been around like 72 to 73%. But we've never been over 75 or 75 or above. That's Wait, what we I, I actually didn't mean it at 75 last time. I think I think we ended the last week we got to 75. Oh, so our goal is Our goal is go above 75. Above 75. Yeah. All right. We have our task. Great job, guys. All right. Great show today. Live here from Wilson County Hyundai. Again, don't forget Doc Talk segment today at 3.30, presented by the Bone & Joint Institute, talking about Bud Dupree's uh, ACL rehab and Adore Jackson's patella tendon. And then today at 2 p.m., A to Z Sports Picks, presented by BetMGM, uh, right there at 2 o'clock with Alan Bell and Brian Edwards, trying to get you guys some picks for tonight's Elite Eight action with March matchups there at the BetMGM app. So get ready for that. We'll see you guys later on. Thanks. Adios.